Good morning, everybody. It's Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doc. We had a little glitch somehow this morning, couldn't get into the system. So we're starting a little bit late, but I hope you are here for my number two Bob's Insider Scoop, uh, Things That Keep Customers From Returning. This is a series I'm doing over six days. The first one was yesterday, and I hope you enjoyed that. I had a lot of feedback about watching the makeover and people liked the video. I don't have any video this time. This time it's just going to be me looking at you and telling you a story and then give you some quick takeaways. And so uh, by the way, uh, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss any of these. You can do that on YouTube or LinkedIn or certainly on Facebook. That way you'll get noticed when I do these lives and you won't miss them. Uh, and also, why am I doing this? Well, number one is to raise awareness because an awful lot of people, I think, are looking for the answers in uh, conversions. A lot of people who, uh, you know, furniture and home goods and things like that the last two or three years, they had it in stock, they could sell it. And uh, now they have plenty of stock and they're having a little trouble selling it. So I'm trying to get the idea of what can you do to raise your awareness of why customers don't come back. And then also to get you to join me on the webinar next week on Tuesday, April 25th, I'll put it in the comments below so that you can join me. And that's the ways that you keep customers coming back again and again. I'll be going over all of that. And then finally, to get you interested in SalesRx, my online retail sales training program, you can check it out at salesrx.com, S-A-L-E-S-R-X.com, where uh, not only do we offer world-class, best-in-class retail sales training, but also if you join us before next Wednesday, you'll get four additional group coaching calls with me and a special offer, which I'll explain on the webinar, but I hope you'll join me for that. So in any event, uh, today, and by the way, type in, let me know where you're joining me from. We have people literally all over the world, and I always like to find out who you are and what you sell, so you can put that in the text, and if I can uh, see it while I'm live, great. And if not, then uh, I respond to everyone after the broadcast. And this will only take us probably about 10 minutes today. Normally, I do these on only the uh, first Sunday of every month. But again, I'm trying to raise the awareness of retail and get everybody to understand what they can do better. Hey, good morning, Eileen. So I'm going to tell you this story about uh, a home and gift store. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story today about a mattress purchase, right? One of the easiest things you'd think in the world. And uh, this is a saga that has gone on for two years for me. There is a happy ending to it. So uh, hang in there. Uh, the first thing you should know is that I was speaking at a betting conference. And afterwards, I had a retailer come up. We must have talked for half hour about how they really liked what I had to say about customer service and trust and all these wonderful things. And I'm thinking, this is a great person. So naturally, when the time came for me to buy a new mattress, where did I go to? This person I trusted. And this person said, I can get you the perfect bed by just answering three questions. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, absolutely. So fine, goes through and asks, I answer. And uh, they order the mattress and the you know box springs it goes with. So this is a luxury mattress, by the way. It takes a while to get there. This is uh, 2021. Finally arrives in September. It feels really good. Within a month, though, it's like, you know, um, should it feel like I'm going into a coffin? And he's like, yes and no. It's, it's organic and it's natural materials. And they take a while to settle. I'm like, uh, okay. So it uh, goes, just keep turning the bed over. Well, kept doing that, and it's not getting better. And um, then he just goes silent, doesn't even talk to me anymore. 
I have no idea why that is. So I reach out to the brand. It's covered with a 30-year warranty, right? Hey, this is what's going on? First email. Well, our beds are meant to be slept in, not on. What the hell does that mean? So go back and forth. Oh, I'll talk to the retailer. Back and forth, they don't do it. Finally, I go, this is ridiculous. Um, there's got to be a, a test that you do, right? It's called the string test where they take a string and they pull it across the top. They measure it to see you know, how far it's down. And that tells you if you have a defective mattress. Guy wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. Finally, they order one. And I'm, I go, well, and the guy comes out and he's like, yeah, this is this is totally defective. I'm like, great. Uh, so I'm waiting for a response from the brand and the retailer. Nothing. We're now over a year later. It's last fall. I happen to be in the area where this retailer is. I walk in the store. I go, what the hell is the story? Oh, we're fighting with the mattress company because they've changed the standards for returns. I'm like, really? So I send an email literally from <laughs> as I'm walking out the door to the brand. They're like, no, we haven't changed our standards in 10 years. Great. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Finally, I hire a lawyer. Write a demand letter. This is ridiculous. This is what's happened. Make it happen. Uh, the brand says, oh, well, we'll have to give this to our lawyers. They're looking over and we'll respond. And the, the retailer says nothing. Silent. So now it is January of this year. And I oddly get a little email from Trustpilot that says, would you review your purchase of this mattress? I just go off on it, <laughs> like worst place ever, never would do this brand again, horrible service, beware, you know. The next day, I get a call on my phone, and it is the CEO of the mattress company. He goes, I'm going to get you another one. If that doesn't work, I'll get you another one. I'm so sorry. I'm mortified by the experience you've had with this company. I'm like, really? <laughs> yes. We talk for a few minutes. Then I get a call from the national sales director who uh, apologizes. And I go, dude, I tried to comment to you on LinkedIn and say you could stop this, but you didn't. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we'll work to get it right. So they ordered a new bed and, it, and they actually fixed it. And I'm quite happy with it. So the thing that I didn't get is the worst fear of a customer in a major purchase, flooring, things that are going to be there for a mattress, things like that, is that if something goes wrong, I'm going to be alone. And we think that there's going to be an advocate there to get my satisfaction, right? And uh, I was not thinking that I could hit a wall with a retailer, much less a brand. And so why am I sharing this story with you? Here's the takeaways that you can think about. Do you have a salesperson that is so overconfident that, yes, this is absolutely it. This is the right way. Do you have someone who has gotten trust for your brand or for your store who um, has abused your customer? Because a lot of times, at least when I was a manager and certainly area manager and CMO and all sorts of things, we often hear a filtered version of what happened and we aren't really hearing the frustration of what's going on. I had two years of, of bad sleep from this coffin-like mattress. When a pro Number three, when a problem arises, do you dismiss the complaint or just deny it happened? Because I can certainly hear people are like, oh, well, this guy was just a pain in the butt and he's just, you know, trying to get something. No. Are we really listening to what it is and are we looking at it from the other side? You know, I have heard amazing stories from CEOs who found something was wrong. They not only called, they sent an apology, they sent someone out, you know, a electronics company to make sure that the home theater was fixed and done the right way. I've heard all kinds of amazing stories. 
And we hear those occasionally, but a lot of times I think consumers are left alone in the process and they don't know where to turn. And yes, it's great that mine turned out the right way, but quite frankly, I had given it up because at some point you're just like, this isn't going to work. Um, also understanding that the consumer doesn't necessarily understand what the product should and shouldn't do. And so the expectations ahead should always be given to the consumer and not after in a, oh, well, let's try to make up for it way. And a lot of times too late, it is too late to make it better. And, you know, the one thing that I took out of this was that one review got everything to change because suddenly it got moved to the top where, oh my goodness, what is happening? So uh, that is a, a strange long story, I know, but I, it illustrates, again, has frustration that you think, if I just get to this person, it'll be fixed. This person will understand. And then realizing that consumers, a lot of times, are just waiting, will somebody hear me and help me? And then the enlightened person will say, well, this is ridiculous. Why aren't we fixing this? So look at that when you're looking at your return policies, your training, what your manager says, what they don't say, what your employees are doing. And understand that there are a lot of times when a consumer feels alone in the woods and you may say, oh, well, they've got a warranty. But if you don't put yourself in the shoes of the consumer, I think you end up finding a really bad way to um, lose customers. It's that simple. So I'm going to hope that you will join me for my webinar. It's next Tuesday. The link is down below. It is at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And also you can check out SalesRx, S-A-L-E-S-R-X.com to find out more about my online training. And tomorrow I'm going to be telling a story uh, if or a segment called Dirty and Unorganized, How It's Driving Your Customers Away. I hope you'll join me for that. And by the way, feel free to share this. Let me know where you're joining in from. Uh, Pam, glad you're here with me live. Nancy, Ramsey, Eileen, a lot of the other ones that are there. I can't mention them all uh, at this time. So I will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time for our number three of how to keep customers how we keep customers from returning. I'm Bob Fibbs, The Retail Doc. Thanks for joining me today.